everyone. Hi, hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in dining room studios with fan favorite and favorite of mine, Shane Dawson. Welcome back. I am having so much anxiety right now. Why? Because you're fucking pregnant and I don't know how to deal. Like, wait, you're pregnant. I am pregnant. I listen oh my to your God. show. I yes! was like, maybe it was all, it's all a I know, that's conspiracy. the fear. People are afraid to say it because it well, could just be like a ton of fat in my midsection. <laughs> or you could lose it. Just, God forbid. You oh, lose yeah. It, and then you haven't talked about it yet. No, 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 no. I'm very. Send you down a dark hole. I, most people wait until after the first trimester. They wait until week, like, I don't know, week. 12 or something to mention it. I mentioned it very early. So well, I've been pregnant forever as far I, as I'm concerned. <laughs> I was nervous too because my friend, this sounds like I'm terrified for your baby. I'm not. It's going to be fine. But my <laughs> friend, uh, they got pregnant and they told everybody literally the second the test was like positive. Um, and they lost it. And they thought it was like the biggest deal in the whole world. They thought like, oh my God, the whole world's ending. And the doctor's like, no, people lose them all the time. You're not supposed to tell people until, you know, right, whatever. For that reason. like, why the fuck didn't anybody tell us that? heartbreaking anyways how far <laughs> how far along were they when they lost it god i'm so bad at time um not that far was it pretty soon after they pretty soon after- but then they got pregnant again they had the baby and it's great oh good i know see well, so it worked story. out yeah and he is a very dark dark person so he was making dead baby jokes the second it happened so <laughs> it was i felt okay but I'm scared for you because, like, first of all, I want to, like, look at it, but I'm scared because we have body issues. I don't want you to think I'm looking at your body. I'm scared to hug you. It's just, like, a lot of anxiety. You you can look at it. We can talk about it. <laughs> but I have to say, mm-hmm. as someone with body issues, my advice to you would be, Shane Dawson, don't ever get pregnant. <laughs> Never. Don't ever get pregnant because you'll be like, I've been in this body before. Oh, my God. It's when I was fat. Oh, my God. And also, as the number climbs up on the scale, you're like, I'm turning back into fat old oh me. God. That's it's how a, it feels. I wore a fat suit for a video, and it was my nightmare. Yeah, what was I that like? I cried every day when I had to wear it. I had to wear it for four days. It was the worst case scenario. It was awful. <laughs> but people were nicer to me, just different than it was back when I was really <laughs> in a real fat suit of skin. Um, and people were not so nice to me. Right. Like, girls were hitting on me. People were nice to me. It looked very real. What was this for? Um, I did a short film, two short films based on my first book. And I had to play myself in high school. So we got full Eddie Murphy, awful fat suit. <laughs> it was horrible. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So did that cause the issues to flare back up again? Oh my God. I, somebody took a picture of me standing by craft services and I was just like, eating a Cheez-It in my fat suit and they showed <laughs> it to me later. They're like, isn't this funny? Cause I was like alone eating a Cheez-It and I started crying cause it just took me back. I was yeah. Like, oh my God. I know that guy. I am that guy. <laughs> this, yeah. Pregnancy is doing a real number on me. Oh, I can't even imagine. Um, although I'm very excited. I mean, I was trying to get pregnant forever and I'm very excited about the baby, but I'm also very excited to be able to have my old body back again right god willing because you hear from people like oh it takes a year i'm like "Uh uh-uh i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. dieting the day the baby comes Mm -hmm. out but this is probably not true but then i love (laughs) right off the bat body issues once again shane's back um wait but but then you say like oh get my old body back but for people like us who are never happy with their body like what do you are you well that's okay that's a weird thing that's come from this Mm. is i 
was never happy in my body. I was happier that I had lost some weight. Right. But I really have never, ever been at my goal weight. And I've never looked in the mirror and been like, oh, yeah, it's all working for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's always been I feel like I'm it's an illusion. I feel like I've, I've made people think like that I've, I've, it's sleight of hand. Like they're not looking at all these problem areas and stuff, you know? Mm. Um, but now that I'm on the other pregnant, I feel like an elephant side of it. And I'm watching the way my face is changing and like everything is changing. I realize that the body I had before, when I remember, feeling so fat and thinking I look so fat. I look at pictures now and I'm like, I really wasn't fat then. Right. So maybe that's been kind of a good thing. The good thing of being pregnant is the baby, but the other, (laughs) (laughs) but on a more shallow level, perhaps a good thing is me realizing that that body that I was so unsatisfied with that I felt so fat and really wasn't fat. And I I would, I would give anything to be back to that right now. Well, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Lay it on me. Okay, number one, are you off of artificial sweeteners and diets? Yes, I had to get off of them while I'm pregnant, which has been <sighs> right. terrible. I know, I cut it out two months ago. Why? I'm two months off the packets and off the sodas. It's fucking awful. And I put a Diet Coke in front of you. Oh, you know what? It, but I'm past that threshold okay. where like, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it, I got off it because I had um, a cancer scare. And by cancer scare, I mean, um, I was like touching my balls and I felt a bump and I was like, worst case scenario. <laughs> right. When in reality, I guess if you jerk off too much, this is, hi, I'm Shane Dawson. Nice to see. You. <laughs> um, when you jerk off too much, um, like cum can clump up and in like, it's hard to explain, but like, then you'll just come again and a big clump will come out because I went to the doctor and I'm like, oh no, this is like from either too much sex. I'm like, definitely not that. Or too <laughs> much um, sad alone sex. Wait, so. like coagulated cum is yeah. inside your balls? Because mm-hmm. I, I was on my book tour. And when you're on your book tour, um, you know, it gets lonely. So I was just like jerking off over and over and over. Like how over many again. times a day? Oh my God. Well, the day was weird because I'd wake up, sign a bunch of books, go back to the hotel room, and then they'd pick me up at night to do the book signing. So I had like six hours of nothing to do. I couldn't really go anywhere. So, I mean, how many could I do in six hours? I don't know, five times. Okay. So I think by the fourth day, I mean, I was cancerous, really. And, <laughs> um, but I survived it, and I'm proud. <laughs> Anyways, what I want to do is yeah. blow your mind right now. Because, so I've seen you a lot. <laughs> Sounds very scary, but I have. <laughs> I've seen you in pictures. I've seen you in real life. I don't know if anybody's told you this yet. Number one, you look really fucking good right now. You look fucking young. And I'm wondering if it's a Diet Coke Oh, if it's the baby, I'm going to say the Diet Coke. Number two, you, first of all, you don't look like you've really gained anything, but I'm also not looking intentionally, but like, you can look if you want. I be, have gained because you've like filled out a little bit. You look fucking good and you I, look young and your skin looks fucking flawless. Thank you. Keep the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it is possible that because my face is fuller now, it is making me look younger. It looks good. It's a good look. Yeah, honestly. I think my husband would say the same thing. Yeah. After I, you have this baby, no. don't going go. back to emaciated. No. No. <laughs> even, even though the funny thing is I was never emaciated. I want to make clear I was never emaciated. No, but here's what I think because I have the same issue. I think when you're tr- always on a diet, always drinking diet sodas and all your fizzy waters and always, you know, trying to lose weight, it takes a toll on your body. I think you're right. It makes your face look fucked and it makes your skin look bad and it makes your body honestly not even thin. It makes you kind of puffy. That's my life. Um, and now, because you're just being natural, you're eating when you're hungry, your baby, like, you look great. Honestly, I'd say, if you can mentally handle it, 
after you have the baby, you can like lose the the flap or whatever that's going to happen. <laughs> the, deflated, the flap? The deflated <laughs> balloon situation. But then stop and just keep eating and doing what you're doing now because honestly, it's a good look. I know. Give it a try. I know that that would be the healthiest thing. Like <laughs> I would actually say for the first time in my life, I'm eating in a normal, healthy manner, mm. which is very frightening because the number on the scale is going up while I'm doing it right. because I'm pregnant but it's confirming what I've always felt to be true, which is if I were to eat like a normal person, I would gain a ton of weight. And it's I like, know. and it's happening because I'm convinced that I have to stay under like 700 calories in order to not be a cow, you know? Yeah. Um, even though I, I know that is not entirely true, but that's, but I also don't know that it's not true. So, um, well, it's true because what we've done is we've, and a lot of people listening, like when you are always dieting, you create it where your body, like, if you eat over 700 calories, you'll start gaining weight. But there's, like, a cap. So you'll hit the cap. You know, my cap is, like, 205. And it's a miserable 205. I'm probably 205 right now. Maybe 210. And when you hit that cap, then you kind of stop gaining. And then you can, like, you know, maybe take away a few things, whatever. But you have to not be scared to hit that cap. It's scary, though. And you've already you've busted the cap. So you're fine. So after the baby pops out... <laughs> I don't know that I've busted the cap yet. Well, what's your cap? My cap is probably like 200. Uh, I'm not good with girl weight, so I don't even know how to like just... Like... It's a lot. <laughs> but I'm not that far away from that now, probably. Wait, 200 is your cap? Wait, my... What it, how do like we a define com- cap? a comfy cap. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I don't know what my cap is. And I thought you meant like the heaviest I've ever been. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the heaviest I've ever been is 400. Okay. So, so is that, that your cap? cap? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like a comfy cap. Right. I felt like I was sort of in a comfy cap before when I was in the 140s. But maybe mm. that's not true because I did have to... Right. You know, I really didn't have to work at it that hard to stay there until I started doing IVF and then there was hormones and all that started happening mm-hmm. and then my weight wanted to creep up. Right. Well, you literally look 25. Like you look fucking young. It's Thank crazy. You. And I'm not a compliment person. I hate everything. So like when I say that, I mean it. So you know what I spend a lot of time doing? And by the way, listeners, <laughs> we're only going to talk about body yeah, image for we'll the rest of the episode. Um, I spend a lot of time. I've, I have I don't do this as much anymore, but at the beginning, I was spending a lot of time Googling, is it fat or baby? <laughs> like trying to figure out, even though I know I'm pregnant and mm. I know there's a baby in there, in my mind, it's like the only reason you're gaining weight is because you're not being rigorous and you're mm. not being controlled and you're just, it's happening again. It's happening <laughs> again. It's kind of like a nightmare. And so I was trying to find out like, well, how do I know that this, what's ha- the, the flap as you put it? <laughs> How do I know that that's not just fat? How do I know it's a baby? I, I still don't really have the answer. Well, it is, it is fat. It is. Right. <laughs> but. It's also a uterus pushing it out, right. though. But it is fat, but the baby's using it. Yeah. And like when, you, and I'm sure you've already researched, but when you have the baby, you can lose that flap and like that like baby fat technically. You can lose it so fast. It's crazy. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. My doctor said if you breastfeed. My fertility fertility doctor said this. If you breastfeed, it will really just melt off of you. Are you going to breastfeed? For this reason, yes. (laughs) Hell hell yeah. Um, But I have never experienced weight melting off. I have a body Mm. that is very resistant to Mm. any sort of weight melting. So I have my fingers crossed, but we'll see. Oh, okay. I have so many questions about breastfeeding. Can you do it now? No. It has, the baby has to, like for your nipples to make milk. Well, my friend Jenna said that around the seventh or eighth month, she squeezed her breast really hard of her pregnancy. She squeezed it really hard and some liquid did come out. 
but thus far that has not happened to me what is like the line with you and your husband where as far as like because if i was married and she was pregnant i'd be like i need to try this i need to suck that out i see even just once i would too yeah i don't think he would though why he's not he's not I don't think he's as curious as we are because I'm like, I want to watch you take a shit. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Never, me too. <laughs> still never seen that happen. Really? Yeah. Oh. He's more private. I think he's like, I will shit alone. I don't need to t- try your breast milk. I suspect that's where this is headed. I, um, oh, this is a dark story. I, okay. I'm really the same way. I want to see everybody at their worst, yes. at their grossest. Like I want, because I want them to want the same you know, mm, but right. they never do. Like, I want to be like, yeah. I want to see your shitty butt. <laughs> right. And then I'll see it. and I'll be like, I love you. I don't judge yeah, you. And then I I'm accept- like, want to see my shitty butt? And they're like, fuck no. <laughs> right. Which just confirms <laughs> like, oh, you don't love every part of me, even the right. disgusting part. I had my friend yesterday period on me. Let me explain. Please. We were doing a video. She just turned 18. So she's not, she's not like a friend of friends. She's like a YouTube girl, but I really do like her and I'd like to be friends with her, but I'm fucking old. So it's weird. Anyway, How old come- are you? How old am I? 28? 28 that's not that old i know but in like this weird fucking youtube world where like i I, after this i have a collab with a fucking 15 year old (laughs) i don't know how that happened i thought she was 38 anyways um so she's on top of me because she's like oh i should pee on you jokingly this is in the video in the video she really wasn't going to pee even though i gave her four bottles of water to drink um she was trying to pee trying to pee and then jokingly she goes oh i'm on my period like what if i accidentally push out blood ha 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 gets up (laughs) <laughs> after the video's done and there's blood all over my shirt oh, she was wow. horrified i literally couldn't care less i don't know what's wrong with me i i want to <laughs> say well what what where do you draw the line like what is gross to you nothing nothing is gross to me see i think that other people's body fluids on me <laughs> would probably be a little bit gross to me interesting like watching someone throw up, actually, I'm not into that. That makes me this, cry. This makes you cry. There's something dark and sad about and the sounds and like how they're yeah. – people, when they throw up, kind of cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Um, <laughs> You're so right. It makes me sad. Um, yeah. So I don't – but it doesn't gross me out. I See, I think for me, it's that like I want to get – well – I think I'm looking for 100% total acceptance and validation from someone close mm. to me. There's that, which is I it's I'm a little I'm looking for it too much. <laughs> right. Like just trust like I trust that my husband loves me. I shouldn't need him to see everything gross about me. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> right. Um Do you think that's what it is for you or you is know, it more <laughs> like wanting to see other people's grossness? I'm not I'm not, like, searching for it. Like, I'm not, like, you know, when I watch porn, I'm not, like, typing in, like, you know, what's the word for it? There's, like, a word for shit play. Scat? Yes! Did we talk about this before? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm not searching for that. It doesn't, like, do anything sexually for me or, like, anything like that. Uh, But I like, I, you know what it is? I think in us, it's this people pleaser thing. I want them to be so, like, oh, my God, you accept me for my shit that, like, (laughs) Nobody's ever accepted me for my fucking shit before. And like, it makes us feel good. Like, we're such fucking good people. Oh, I do have that too. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. We figured it out. <laughs> we need better boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> or any. Right. Um, yeah, I need all boundaries. I have none. None. I, a stranger. I went to a strip club with my friend and he was gay. 
and um, the stripper was trying to like have sex with us, which I didn't know they did at strip clubs. I didn't. I've never been to a strip club. I had neither. And we walk in. By the way, if you ever want to go to a strip club, like um, I'm talking to you, um, (laughs) the confidence boost they give you is insane. Really? And I know it's because they want the money. But if you're like not fat and not like 80 years old, they kind of are into you because like you're not the norm and they fucking run to you and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. And then they take you back to this dark, dark room. Is that a champagne room? Jeff, (laughs) do you know? Uh, I've never been to a champagne room. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, it was like there's a curtain. It's like a a round bed and there's a whole curtain and they close the curtain and then she started taking off all her clothes and my friend's like, I'm gay, I'm gay. And then then she like started like riding my my dick, but my pants were on and I was just laughing so hard, but I was like, I'm not going to do anything. And then... She put her hand down my pants, grabbed my just tiniest dick, just so flaccid <laughs> at the moment. And she's just like, why are you not hard? And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm never going to be hard. And then she started like putting her vagina near my face. And then my friend ho- put his hands over my eyes and like made us run out. And I'm like, why did you do that? It was like so fun. And he goes, you could get AIDS in your eyes, which I didn't know. I didn't But because know I have no boundaries, right. I almost got AIDS in my eyes. <laughs> And cancer, I'm not I sure so, you already you have cancer in your balls. You, in wait, balls. wait, you know you can get AIDS in I your Googled eyes because he is really um, obsessed with STDs and like because when he came out of the closet, you know, when gay guys come out of the closet, there's this whole world of apps and this and that, and he was so weary of all of that because everybody has something literally everybody in la has something so he's like looking at how you can catch aids hiv all these things so he knows everything about it and he's like yeah it sucks into your tear like pee blood anything from the other person's body if it gets in your tear duct it goes into your bloodstream oh my god i know so if like a hobo pees on you which honestly happens in la (laughs) fucking cover your eyes yeah anyways (laughs) well now i know something signs of lambs when that guy threw cum at her face hello you know what? I've Eight. never seen Silence of the Lambs because I'm such a chicken. And I've also never seen The Shining, although maybe I'll watch that one. Set. I did watch Stranger Things. I'm brave. Didn't love it. Wait, Stranger Things. You didn't love it? I loved it. I Aforementioned it Daniel, Mr. Private Shits. <laughs> <laughs> also, he enjoyed it, but he had some critical comments about it. I only finished it because everybody in my life was like, you have to finish it. And I was disappointed by the ending because it wasn't a shock it wasn't a twist it well there wasn't anything deeper it was just like oh yeah it's a little boy in this other world like there wasn't like a deeper right know. but i love i love winona though I, why are people saying she's bad she's so good i really liked her too she's great yeah it's interesting the uh jeff how'd you feel about winona oh she was she was great that was the best thing she's been in in yeah. years on throwing shade Ooh. i think it was aaron who said her theory or was it brian it was one of them i think it was aaron her theory is that if you binge watch more than three episodes in a night, or even three, then you dislike her. Whereas if you only watch a couple a night, you like her. I don't know if she gets mm-hmm. overwhelming or something. I thought I she was know. good. I watched it all in a, in a day, just okay. jerking off in between. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but Science of the Lambs. So I've been obsessed with, um, well, forever, conspiracy theories, but I've been really obsessed with a conspiracy called the Mandela Effect. Have you heard of this? I have. I've never heard of it, but when I asked people on Twitter for questions, there were some people commenting on it. So I've heard the name. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is fine. I love telling people about this. So the theory is that at some point somebody traveled back in time 
And like there was a butterfly effect, mm-hmm. you know, they did something, tweak something. And it changed a lot of little things in like the last 10 years. Little things that nobody really realized until recently for some reason. Um, and by the way, I know this sounds crazy. Time travel, th- it will be a thing. It might take a million years, but it's going to be a thing. So why, why are people so like, oh, time travel, that's crazy. It will be. <laughs> so the, the I look forward to that. Oh, me too. They're already doing it with rats. They can send rats back two seconds, but it changes their eye color. Anyways, <laughs> um, so well, the, I was unaware of the, mm-hmm. them doing this with rats. How do they do it? I have no idea. Okay, it's like in Germany. They they put out a whole thing on it. It was really scary. Um, but yeah, so that's what I think UFOs are. By the way, aliens are too smart to like be seen they're invisible right so ufos to me are time machines from different parts of time which is why they all kind of look the same but they all look a little bit different because they're time machines anyways mandela, mandela effect. effect so lots By of the little way, things and i'm just i gotta interrupt you <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry this is very unprofessional of me but i'm dying to know because oh. i feel like i didn't get closure why did you give up artificial sweetener oh because <laughs> Um, okay, because of the cancer in the balls, and then I got really scared, and then um, I was thinking about dying, and I fell down a really dark hole, and I just started dating somebody I actually liked, and that hadn't happened in a while, and I was like happy with my career, and all the, and I was on a book tour, and I was like, I don't want to die. This is the first time in my life that I've been like, I don't want to die, which sounds very dark, but it's very true, and um, I got scared. And I was just like, I'm not doing artificial sweet because I got hardcore back on the packet. Like I was doing once again, like a hundred packets of equal a day. I have diet sodas. I've done that. Did I tell you about when I lived in New York, I would go through Splenda so fast that I would like hide the packets in the box and then hide the box and another thing and then put it in the trash Mm. because I didn't want my landlord to see because I was like, it's insane how fast I'm going through it. I do that for myself like because I'm ashamed. Yeah. Like it's, it's got really dark and I used to do Splenda and then um, a doctor told me to stop because it was destroying my body and then I switched to equal thinking, well, this is better. Now I can't even touch Splenda. It's weird. I don't know. I started mixing in Truvia, but see, I never believed all the stuff about how artificial sweetener is dangerous, even though I was using so much of it that I'm like, well, but the studies surely, well, maybe, maybe I'm using the same amount they use in studies on rats. I don't know. Well, weight wise, I but, don't know if it's dangerous, but, um, physically your body reacts to it the same way it would react to sugar. So like it does make you gain weight if you're eating as much as weed were right. Like your body's just like, it's sugar. Yeah. And then insulin, all that shit, all the medical shit I don't understand. But like, I, whenever I was really, really hardcore doing it, I was always like 10 pounds up. I, it was really hard to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like I was always holding in water and I was, my face, my skin was awful. Um, I was peeing so much to where it was affecting my life because I was, I just kept drinking diet soda over yes, and over. I, like in the middle of sex, I'd have to get up to go pee five times. <laughs> and the other person, it's like, no. I don't love you. I'm not going to wait around. Um, so <laughs> I don't have time for you to pee. I don't pee. have time for you to pee. Um, so yeah. So there's I that. see. Okay. All okay. right. So Mandela effect. Okay. okay. So here's a couple things that people have in their memory remember one way but aren't real. Okay. Do you remember the book series that had the family of bears? I actually know about this. Okay. And I w- my mind was blown because mm-hmm. I thought it was Berenstein Bears. It is. It has to be. But it's Berenstain. That's bullshit. I called my mom who doesn't believe anything. Like literally anything. Except, unless it's in the Bible, she doesn't believe it. And when I told her that, she fucking lost her shit. She's like, nothing's real. 
what is happening. So you, what you're proposing is due to the butterfly effect and also then the Mandela effect or mm-hmm. the Mandela effect, which had two effects. Mm-hmm. It really was Berenstein Bears it was. and it's been changed to Berenstain. Yes. I just, buy that. Cause uh, do yeah. you, did you, do you, Jeff, did you read the Berenstein Bears growing up? I don't think I read them, but I was definitely aware of them and I would have sworn that it was Berenstein. 100%. Yes, we all would have sworn all that. Of us. If you look at the books now, it it's is like Berenstein, S T A I N. Unless weird. it's a big hoax. What do you mean? Like, unless it really is Berenstein and someone no. posted a photo on Twitter showing no, Berenstein. No, I, I looked up, like, I was at, um, a Goodwill, because this one's been around for a while. I was at a Goodwill maybe a few months ago, and I saw a Berenstain bear book. It was called How? Berenstain. That's and I so crazy. How do we all remember it the other way? Because Mandela effect. Okay. Um, so there's that one. And then there's a few more. Um, let me think of like a really good one. Oh, so there's a lot of movie quotes. This could just also be like, you know, oh, people get movie quotes wrong. But there's certain things. Like number one, on I Love Lucy, what is the husband famous for saying? Like, Lucy, you... Oh, I actually, crazy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) To the moon, Lucy. Just kidding. Well, he'd Um, always say. Oh, oh, fuck. I'm blanking, but I know if you say it, I'll know what it is. He'd always go, Lucy, you got some Some splaining splaining to to do. do, Yeah. He never said that. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Never. What did he say? Nothing. He never said that. But we all remember it from an episode, but it never happened. That's crazy. And then like in the Science of Lambs, which is why I remember this, um, Hello, Clarice. That's like the famous line. It's right. on shirts everybody talks about. Never said it. Really? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. Now, the last one I'll show you. Oh, where's my phone? Um, so Chick-fil-A. Now, this one, I, I swear to God. And I've had a couple people be like, uh, but most people remember it the way I do. Because I remember when I was a kid, we'd be driving by Chick-fil-A and I'd say, Mom, why is it spelled wrong? Why is it spelled wrong? So this is Wait, this the is mic. the way that I remember. I'm pushing the mic towards okay. you. That looks right, right? That does look right, although when you said it, I thought it had a K. Well, it does have a K. Wait, I thought it was just C-H-I-K, though. No, it's Chick, C-H-I-C-K, which is not how anybody remembers it. I always remember it being C-H-I-C, always. Like chic filet. Because I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. why is that spelled wrong? If that's not how you spell chick. It should be chick, C- like C-K. I literally would get so angry about it. And there's no way they just no. surreptitiously snuck in a K? Chick-fil-A put out a statement about this because really? it went viral. And oh. Chick-fil-A was like, listen, we hear you on this Mandela effect situation, <laughs> but it's never, it's always at a K. And then Monopoly put out a statement. I love this. (laughs) Monopoly put out a statement because um, you know the little Monopoly guy? Yes. Tell me how he looks. Like, give me like a couple distinct things about his like features. Monocle. Boom. Never had a monocle. What? Never had a monocle. If you Google it, he's never had a monocle. And then Milton Bradley put out a statement. I'm always (laughs) up on the statements. Put out a statement saying, we hear you on this Mandela thing. But he's never had a monocle and he's never been photographed wearing a monocle. <laughs> he's never been drawn with a monocle. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I mean. So it's only inconsequential things from our childhood that the Mandela effect <laughs> It's only effects. nostalgic, buzzfeedy type things. Right. Um, no, but it, it is interesting that like there are so many things that we remember, even about ourselves, childhood memories. Like I've had memories that I've been like, no, this happened 100%. My mom would be like, no, it didn't. 
Maybe she's just trying to block out my memory. <laughs> she's but, Mandela affecting but I don't you. Know. I think it does go farther than just all these little things. But the fact that it's all kind of going viral now makes me think like, oh, God, like, is it going to get bigger? Mm-hmm. Like, what if one day I'm gone and people are like, wasn't there? Wasn't there? <laughs> no. Talked about his body too much. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. So you said that uh, now or when you or recently mm-hmm. – when you had the ball cancer right. scare. That was two months ago that you gave up artificial sweetener? July um, July 20th. Oh, you, the date. Good. Okay, yeah. so circa July 20th <laughs> was the first time in a long time or ever that you felt like, I don't want to die. Like there's good right. stuff, ha- like there's value in my life and I want to hang on to it. You know, it sounds very dark, but, and I've been happy and I love my family and, you know, previous relationships I was happy in those there was just something about getting to a point where I wasn't obsessing about my body anymore and feeling comfortable and being like I'm done I'm done trying to be skinny I'm done trying to be muscular I'm done trying to fit this box of like youtuber with the thing I'm done like I've rebranded wait what was the box you were trying to fit into youtuber with the hair yeah I think I think back then when I started youtube it was all about wasn't all about but there was a a lot of people a lot of the audience wanted to fuck the YouTuber. So it was like, oh, you're like the cute guy, the cute guy. And I never really fit that. And I try mm-hmm. and try and try and it would never work. But then I kind of rebranded and I hate that word because it's so douchey. But I kind of rebranded myself as like, oh, I'm like the funny friend who who eats a lot of weird food and who talks about conspiracies and like puts on fat suits. I'm like the funny guy. And that lasts a lot longer mm-hmm. than being like the cute guy, which I couldn't do. So like then I felt happy with that. I'm like, oh, I'm not. I'm not throwing up anymore. I'm not struggling at the gym trying to get this thing, you know? So there was that. I was happy with my body, happy with myself. Career-wise, I'm like, oh, my second book. I love it. I'm proud of it. I wrote every word of it. Like, my YouTube channel is doing good. I, I want to make more movies. And I was like, oh, my career. Like, I don't feel trapped in a box like I did a few years ago, you know, trapped on YouTube. And um, and then dating-wise, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm exploring all these new dating opportunities. <clears throat> I'm not like... Um, what's the word? I'm not shoving down my emotions. I'm not suppressing suppressing all the sexuality stuff. I'm being more honest about it. I'm not hiding anything. And um, and my friendships, I like cut out a lot of people in my life who are toxic and I like only have people around me who I fucking love and I actually want to hang out with. All these things. And I was just like, I'm happy. I don't want to fucking die. And I think beforehand, I kind of just wanted a way out because I was so tired and so tired of trying to lose weight all the time. So tired of making a million videos and not really loving them. So tired of like, you know, dealing with friendships that were one sided and I was putting in all the energy and they weren't. And um, I think subconsciously, if I would have died, I would have been okay with it. I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to commit suicide. But sometimes I'd be like, you know what, if I got into a car crash right now and died, I'm, I'm, I'm not pissed about it. That's dark. Do you feel... I have gone through phases of my life like that. Do you feel like you were depressed? Yes. But I was functional. So I didn't like, that's a hard thing is a lot of people, especially like comedians and entertainment people, they all have functional depression where like I wasn't on medication and it wasn't keeping me in bed all day. But if I had the option of being in bed all day, yeah, that'd Mm -hmm. be great. But I wasn't. I had to go to work. So, and I had to put on a smile. Which is crazy because I look back at like YouTube and some of my best videos that people are like, we missed this, make this, was when I was at my most depressed. And I was like, oh, it's kind of sad that like my, some of my best work was when I was really sad. But I don't want to be sad anymore. So I guess I'll make more mediocre work and be happy. <laughs> How much do you think 
coming out as and you do you still identify as bisexual? Mm-hmm. How much do you think coming out as bisexual started this trend towards feeling more authentic? Um wow, I think it it changed everything because before I had this thing of always feeling like people thought I was gay and always being resentful of that because if I was just gay, it would have been easy because being gay is trendy. Everybody accepts you. It's great. Um, I could have just been like the funny gay guy in YouTube, which is so easy. And so like people do so well doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't and I was really confused about it. So there was that. So I was hiding it. So I didn't want people to think I was gay. So I'd like do a fake voice and I'd talk like this, like try to talk straight. And I'd like make gay jokes about myself all the time because it's like see i'm not gay i'm making a gay joke um so i didn't feel like i was being myself and um and i was really hiding my personality a little bit and um yeah and then you know and even like friendships like i'd be scared to hang out with people sometimes because i'd hear like them talking shit about me being like i think he's gay and that would make me fucking hate them and i'd fucking hate them and then i'd talk shit about them be like they're an asshole um and then once I came out and it was all out there, I was like, oh, I literally have nothing to hide anymore, like at all. When they would say, I think he's gay and you felt like you hated them, Oof. were you in touch with the fact that part of you was attracted to men though? Or were you not even like yeah. aware of it yourself? Um, my whole uh, history with sexuality is so dark and fucked up that like... Oh, good. I, <laughs> great. <laughs> start there. Um that like, like, okay, for example, like I don't walk down the street and sexualize people. I don't like look at somebody and say like, oh, I want to fuck them or anything. I have this weird fucked up thing where I want to fuck um, people who are really messed up or like sad. Like, I was talking to a hooker on my podcast and she was like, oh, my favorite thing to do is fuck amputees from the war because like nobody wants to fuck them. So I fuck them and it makes them happy. I'm like, that sounds great. I read humanitarian. An, yeah. I read an article about a guy with a micro penis and it was, I cried. It was the saddest thing I've ever read. I think it was in Vanity Fair or something. It was really fucking sad. And I was like, I want to suck that little penis so hard <laughs> just for this sad, sad guy. He doesn't want it. He's straight. But like I had that thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, sex is very tied up with emotions. So you know, when I'd watch porn, I would like search like couples, straight couples, and they were in love and they'd like kiss each other on the forehead while they were fucking like that. Was, that still is my thing. So it wasn't like I was like watching a bunch of gay porn and like hiding it from people. It wasn't that. It was that I, I really was confused as to why am I not normal? Like, why can't I look at, at like a picture of a naked girl or a naked guy with my friends and be like, yeah, I can't <laughs> do it. I literally feel so uncomfortable doing that. So I don't remember the question, but the question was, were you in touch with the fact that you were um, attracted to men? But it sounds like it's not that simple. It really isn't because. So the, what you're saying yeah. is like a, a naked picture of a man or a naked picture of a woman, just like that image doesn't do it for you <sighs> unless they have a micro penis or no limbs. <laughs> honestly, that sounds crazy. But honestly, like I was talking to, um, I was talking to somebody I'm dating and like we were looking through Instagram and there was a picture of a guy with like the craziest six pack, like the craziest body I've ever seen in my life. And then he was just like, oh, I'm like, I'm so jealous that I can't have like be that. And I was like, you think that is attractive? And he's like, well, I mean, yeah. And I was like, fuck off. You think that's and I'm like, you know what I think is attractive? Like a sad, 
like chubby, hairy, pale guy who like cries a lot. <laughs> Me. Um, My ears are burning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like that's literally like that's my thing and and with girls i always was interested in um the same type of girl it was like that sounds really sad but it was like short motherly um really sad dark um so it's like this thing where is that lisa though yeah <laughs> okay because she's so blonde and smiley but i know that there's a oh! <laughs> oh no she is a duck um so no i yeah she's the best so um <laughs> i like still hang out with her every fucking day so that's like it's not like oh i want to fuck a porn star girl or a porn star guy so that's why it was confusing to me too because then i would always go back to am i only this way because of my childhood abuse sexual abuse whatnot am i only like attracted to guys who look like my dad like so am i was not... he chubby and crying yeah uh if i like in my head i'm like oh i want to fuck my dad when he was 30 so that's where my head is like, oh, so I'm not gay because gay guys, that's another thing. Gay guys from a lot that I've talked to hate pussy, hate it, hate They it. would not be okay with would a woman never, perioding on ever, them. No, I eating pussy is one of my all time favorite things to do in my entire life. So they hate that. Mm-hmm. Also, there's certain things about the gay world that I does not turn me on like literally at all, like fucking guy strippers fucking like dick bulges all that stuff does nothing for me so that's where it was confusing do you think this is i'm gonna ask you a question that i don't know if you can answer and also i don't know if i can ask because i already forgot it but it felt good for a second let's see if i can recapture the question do you think all this stuff you're talking about has to do with your feelings and it sounds like this is sort of Mm -hmm. what you're already kind of wondering has to do with your feelings about yourself and your like what I'm asking specifically is the fact that you are attracted to people or people like it's that same thing you were talking about before of like I'm going to accept you so much look how great I am mm-hmm. for doing that so it's like you're going to love the unlovable mm-hmm. that seems the unlovable right. I don't know how to put it but like that's that unlovable or something flawed or vulnerable that's Mm -hmm. what turns you on do you think that has to do with your own feelings about yourself and your self-esteem and you might work through that and then change or is this like do you think feel like this is like hardwired into your sexuality yeah i mean i think it's both i mean i it is like a very controversial thing that i haven't really talked about which is like people think like oh i'm born this way I don't know if I was born this way. I don't know if I would have grown up in a normal household with a normal childhood if I would have been like, I am bisexual. I would have either been straight or gay. I think it would have been one or the other. But because of everything that happened to me, I think it fucked everything up. But I'm okay with that because for me, it's like, oh, you know what? This gives me a chance to like explore a lot of things that some people don't get the chance to. Because I do think sexuality is on the spectrum. A lot of my straight friends are like, oh, I'd never suck a dick. But they would. Or like, <laughs> oh, I don't I don't think guys are hot. But they're obsessed with Chris Pratt. So I'm like, there is like a thing. Um, but will it change when I get older? Probably, I'm sure. Cause just for example, like when you're five, you're only attracted to other five-year-olds. When it, So it's like, well, sexuality obviously changes. Right. But then for some people, you know, like, this is really dark no i knew you were going there it's stunted yeah so it's like it's sad because like it stopped there 
So, you know, for me, it's like, as I get older, am I going to be attracted to, I'm also kind of attracted to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think I want to fuck myself to make myself feel better. Does that make sense? Yes, it totally does. I want to like find somebody who is me and have sex with them and like love them because I never got it. Mm -hmm. No, that totally makes sense. It's very sad. (laughs) So for the listener who's like, when you refer to all the stuff that happened in your childhood for listeners, like, well, wait, what happened? What would you say? Um, There was a lot of abuse. Um, Sexual or physical or both? There was both. So there was a lot of physical abuse, um, but that's all been um, forgiven and um, reconnected with my you know family. It's been fine. But yeah, there was a lot of sexual abuse and I'm still like in the middle of the mystery. <laughs> it's fun mystery, really, <laughs> um, of who molested me. And, oh, you uh, don't know. And my other uh, siblings. I, I, we have no idea. We've really tried. We've asked every family member. Um, I have very specific memories um, that we all share. And yeah, it's really fucked up. And I have a lot of dreams about being like... <laughs> I have a lot of dreams about like just walking down the street and having guys grab me and like choke me with their dicks. Like I've had that for my whole life. Um, and this is really dark. So um, I remember before I had even ever sucked a dick, I would have these dreams and it was very, very real. And in your dreams, you can feel things, but it's triggered by memories. Mm-hmm. So it's like sensory. I don't know the word for it. But I knew exactly what cum tasted like and what it felt like to be choked with it. I knew exactly what a dick tasted like. I knew exactly what it was, even though I hadn't done it. And then the first time I did it, I was like, this is exactly what I already knew it was going to feel and taste like. And then when I talked about that in therapy, she's like, that could possibly be because of that happened when you were a kid. Right. And then it just opened up a bunch of shit. So, yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, And it's really, really sad. But... I mean, I guess it's better to know. <laughs> Try to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Than suppress it forever. That's tough, though. That sense that this happened, but you don't know from who. And what did your family say? Yeah, it's like a faceless person. Well, there was a... Um, hi. The dog just ran in. Um, we were just talking about molesting. Hi. <laughs> um, there was a guy on our street who was a convicted child molester who went to jail. So, like, that oh. is obviously an option. Yeah. Um, there was a couple neighbors. Um, but I also would molest kids on my street. Which so there's like a list that my therapist took me through of like trigger like things that you would do if you had been molested. It was like you know you don't like the feeling of wetness on your face, which I hate. If somebody tries to do makeup on me mm-hmm. or like squirt water, I hate it. Um, they're like, oh you you know you shut down around certain people. Uh, you don't like this kind of weather. It's like a list. And I there's checked, weather that people there's don't like a like? weather thing. I which don't which that. is the weather? I feel like I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, humidity humidity you don't oh, like okay. humidity because you feel like you're suffocating um there was all these things and i literally was everything on that list wow wow that's crazy um but yeah so the person who it was i don't know i don't think it was anybody in my family honestly um but there's a lot of people most of which are dead that lived really close to me and yeah but oh i would molest kids on my street <laughs> um and that's another thing that they say that kids who are abused, sexually abused, do. Like, I would, like, make kids on my street, like, take their pants off and I'd spank them or, like, do weird shit to them. And it didn't feel weird at the time. But looking back, I'm like, ew. I was, yeah. like, molesting kids. I was well, a kid, how, too. Were they your peers? Yeah. I was probably, you know, eight and they were seven or something. Right. And I apologized to them. I found them on Facebook. I'm like, you sorry did? for molesting you. Did they they're remember? Like, they're like, one of them did. One of them was like, yeah, that's why my family made me stop hanging out with you. And I'm like, oops. <laughs> Anyway, that's 
Didn't Lena Dunham get in trouble for talking about this? Didn't she like? Molest? Yeah, for she. she gets in trouble I think for she everything. looked at her. I haven't read the book. I think she looked at her um, sister's vagina. I don't. I don't know if <laughs> that she is not molesting. Put anything in it. Me and my or, brother used know. to film each other shitting. I would put a camera by his asshole while he shit, and we'd watch it back. <laughs> so you are into scat. I know. Really, I am. Well, that's. Um, was that tough to reach out to these kids and say this stuff? <laughs> it was only tough because a lot of them would write back and be like, oh, cool. My little sister loves your videos. <laughs> can, you, <laughs> can you send a video saying hi? And I'm like, I mean, I just talked about molesting you, but all right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the only awkward thing. Um, so when I last interviewed you, I believe you were talking about sexuality being a spectrum. Mm, right. And I believe you said... And if this doesn't sound right, correct me. But I think you felt like you were probably like 70% straight, 30% gay. I said that. Interesting. You might not have. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Maybe I did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that was back when I was really trying to f- like define it and right. scientifically figure it out. Um, but I don't even know if now that I'm in it for over a year that I would give that a number. I don't really know. Like, do, like, when I'm dating a guy, do I miss having sex with a girl? Yes, but that's only if I don't really, really like the guy I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm with a girl, do I miss having sex with a guy? Well, no, uh, but if I don't really like the girl I'm dating, then yeah. So it's like a weird... Right. I don't really know. Right. Well, I mean, the same could be said of, like, when you're in a relationship, do you miss your... Do you wish you could be with other people, right. even for straight people, you know? And it's like, it depends right. how into the relationship you are. Right. Um, okay. Let's see. Much to talk <laughs> oh, about. Oh, oh yes. Wait. I need to bring this up. Okay. And this is not sponsored. Oh, I wish it was. It's not. Um, so every time I come here, I try to give you another thing that you should try, um, like food wise. This is so good. And I hope you haven't tried it yet because I really want to blow your mind. Have you heard of Halo Top ice cream? Yes. Do you like it? I. The birthday cake flavor is the only good flavor. I bought a bunch of it. A while back. Okay. And I felt like it was, you know what it was? It was good, but I didn't know if I could trust the calories. That's, <laughs> I'm very cynical when it comes to it's like too good to be true. For the which, pint. yeah. That to me, I can trust because like Arctic Zero. Fuck First off. of all, Arctic Zero, so Jeff, gross. that's what you bought that was great. It's super gross. Oh, is that that one? Yeah. It's I don't so believe gross. the calorie counts and it's gross. It made me <laughs> angry. It was so yeah, bad. Yeah. It's, it's bad. I believe that. I wanted to buy another one just so I could punch it and throw it out. <laughs> well, Arctic Zero, I don't trust either because I think that one probably does have a bunch of artificial sweeteners in it. Whereas Halo Top does it not? Because if so, I'm heading back. I'm heading back for it today. Yeah. <laughs> Halo Top does not have artificial sweeteners in it, and it's genuinely the birthday cake one. Sometimes there's a bad batch, and I'll like get into it, and I'll be like, "This feels powdery," but sometimes it's so fucking creamy. It's so good. It's so good. I don't think the they other had flavors the birthday cake when I birthday when cake's I, the only good flavor. Okay, I think I had, there was like a lemon one, no, not good, and a chocolate one, no. and a strawberry. No. Okay, so just birthday, birthday cake. cake. It has sprinkles in it. Like I'm it, in little chunks of sprinkles. It's so fucking good and listen once again i hate everything but i really love the birthday cake halo top arctic zero could fucking suck a dick and choke on it just like my dreams i <laughs> hate arctic zero i hate them it's, they're such scam artists they really are like that's not ice cream no and it's also i believe they're scam i believe i read that they've been busted for having the, the wrong calorie count on the container i heard that about quest bars and i lost my shit because yes. i have fallen down a hardcore quest bar hole and I eat them like every day. And then I heard that they're lying about their calories and I died. I think they're also 
I don't know if they're lying about the calories. I haven't heard that, but they're lying about the carb count. Oh, no. Because, yes, because so I had given up carbs completely for a while. I was strictly off carbs. I remember <laughs> when we talked, I was uh, off carbs because you're like, why don't you just eat Ready Whip, <laughs> fat free Ready Whip? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't because of the carbs. <laughs> I'm back on the fat free Ready oh, Whip, great. though. Straight from the can. They stopped selling that, by the way. I think it's like outlawed. Really? Yeah. I was eating a can a day and then I went to Whole Foods and it was gone. I'm like, where's the whatever whip, whatever it was called? And they're like, oh, we don't sell that anymore. And then I Googled it. All the website's gone. It's gone. <laughs> they have it at Ralph's. Wait, no, 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 not Ready Whip. It was oh, called, oh, oh, no, yes, it was like foam or something. Yes, foam. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, God, I was in such a weird place last time. <laughs> I was literally in Santa Monica eating foam all day. <laughs> anyway, and I find that foam. I think I had one can of it. wasn't as good as <laughs> Ready, whi- Ready Whip. Ready no, Whip Ready is Whip is great, but but foam didn't have sugar in it. Oh, okay. And Ready Whip has a bunch of sugar. Yeah. In it. yeah. Um. So I had completely given up carbs, and then I'm like, I'm going to try one of these Quest bars I keep reading about. Mm. And of course, they're so good. good. But then I started Googling, and there was this woman who's diabetic who um, was was willing to test her blood glucose before and after a Quest bar to see if the carb count was real. And it was like her glucose went – her whatever, her level went way up, which showed that like there was a shit ton of sugar in the bar. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, <laughs> it's better than those fucking Shark Tank cookies. Have you tried those? No. They're so good. And they're called like Larry and Bob's like complete cookie. They're everywhere. <laughs> they're like coffee bean, Whole Foods, whatever. And I'm like, this has to be healthy. Then I really looked at the back of it. One cookie is like 500 calories, like a bajillion grams of sugar. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? What's healthy about it? To have oat, like flax or something? I don't know. It's like a protein cookie. They sell them at the gym. Hmm. Anyways, fuck off. Yeah, I feel like all that gym food is suspect. Do you not do fuck yourself anymore? I just I remembered. I haven't done it in a while. I know that you love it though. Yeah, because I've been li- Obviously, I still listen to the show every week, twice a week, and I haven't heard it in a long time. But you do snacks, which I love. Snack chat. Have you tried yeah. the deep fried Twinkies that they sell now at the stores? No, but my friend Jenna has, and I think she said she had some extras that she could bring over. How are they? So the chocolate one is gross, but the original flavor of that deep fried Twinkie is one of the best things I've ever had. I've never had all the stuff that people deep fry. I haven't. I'm not into it, but for some reason that if you put it in the microwave for like 30 seconds, don't put it in the oven. Microwave 30 seconds. It's so good. And it's at Walmart and there's a Walmart in Burbank now. Guys, my life is changing. (laughs) Snapchat. (laughs) Is there someone you want to tell to go fuck themselves? Because we could do it. Gosh. Oh, that ice cream, the Halo, what's it? Oh, yeah, oh, Arctic Zero. Arctic Zero. Arctic Zero. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Arctic Zero. First of all, your cal- calorie count is bullshit. Your flavors are bullshit. And you taste like ass. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. God, that felt good. Any, that felt anything good. you want to get off your chest? <sighs> I, I feel okay. Okay, good. I'm in a good place today. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can you come know. back. <laughs> Um, Do you want to tell going fucking itself to go fuck itself because you feel so good? Oh, my God. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do that. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I'm happy. (laughs) Now, last time you were on, you talked about how nowadays, which was a year ago, you said you're, quote unquote, doing a lot of BuzzFeedy content (laughs) because sketch comedy doesn't work anymore on YouTube. Um, And by BuzzFeedy content, you meant like, Food videos and stuff like that. Trying food, um, clickable stuff. Yeah. 
um, yeah, and it's different, a little different now because. So what I did was I was like, okay, I want to do some of that stuff, but I want to actually enjoy it. Like, what would I watch? And what can I be funny in? Because it's just like improv. I'm not just literally eating a Twinkie. I'm like making jokes and telling stories about my past or whatever. But then I got really into like dark stuff, like conspiracies and ghost stories and like death videos. By the way. What are death videos? Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm going to show. Are you like queasy right now? I, yes. Okay. Then I won't. But I've been really into watching um, like caught on tape deaths. Oh, my God. That's that's the kind of stuff I avoid entirely. (laughs) I can't handle it. Well, it's my favorite thing ever. And um (laughs) Like there was, oh my God. You frightened me. There was this one video I did yesterday where I was talking about it. And like this um, guy in India was on TV giving a speech and just died, had a heart attack and died. And Jeez. it's literally the scariest thing you've ever seen. He's like, blah, 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 blah. And, and like his, his eyes, eyes roll, roll back. back in his head and he dies. And then there was another one of a guy getting hit by a subway train. I showed it to everybody. They were all very mad that I showed it to them. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my brain. So I was like, okay, I enjoy dark, crazy stuff. So I started doing more of that. And that kind of, has been doing better than like the foodie type stuff. So you include these videos in your videos. Yeah. Like I do like, well, you know, I usually will cut right before the actual really bad stuff, like for the death videos. Um, but like conspiracies and I'm really into like aliens and, you know, ghosts and shit. So that's been fun. Like I don't have to be funny in those. I can actually be interested in what I'm talking about. How did you realize that sketch comedy was no longer doing well on YouTube? The views. I mean, and, and what do you make of that? Um, I think the internet started to become something more like people wanted to feel like they were hanging out with the person and they wanted to feel like it was their friend and they wanted to, and I did too. I don't watch sketch comedy on YouTube. I don't watch sketch comedy in general. I hate it. So I was watching like my friend Trish, like before she was my friend, she's just talking about her life or I would watch like sometimes Buzzfeed videos cause it's real people talking about food. They like, and I was like, Oh, I should do this. Mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy that. Um, and sketch comedy is fucking expensive, takes forever, and it wasn't getting the views, and I wasn't making my money back, and I was going broke, and I was like, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> and once in a while, like every few months, I'll put up a short film or something that I'm right. proud of, but you know, doing it every week is definitely not my thing. All right, so then I have to ask the obvious question: okay. How does doing videos where you're trying all kinds of fattening foods? I spit co- it out. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that, but I spit it out. I mean, sometimes, but here's why. It's not because I'm like, I have an eating disorder, which I do. Um, <laughs> we all do, really. It's because when I'm on camera, all I'm thinking about is like not wanting to feel fat. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better, but it is still a thing. You know, you turn a camera on and you're like, oh, do I look fat? So the last thing I want to do is eat something because I'm like, oh, like I don't want to feel fat right now. After I turn the camera off is a struggle. Then I was going to say, because then you've got all this delicious food there. How are you not diving in? I I will sometimes, depending on the day, dive. If I went to the gym earlier, I'll be like, okay, I can like have the actual deep fried Twinkie. But then sometimes I literally have to call up a friend to take it or just throw it all away. Do that, you, it's hard. Yeah. Do you still go to a trainer? Yeah. Well, um, I just switched it up. The last couple of years, I was seeing like a weightlifting trainer and it was really far from my house and I was getting bulky and big and I really liked him. But I was like, dude, I, I think I need to take a break from this. So now I'm back to doing more like cardio type stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's take some questions from listeners. When we ask, we send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. I got so many questions 
Um, there's no way we can get to all of them. We can just get to some of them. Kimmy says, does Shane know that if you microwave sugar powdered donuts for six seconds, they taste like funnel cakes? <gasps> oh my God. No, but I did know that if you put a donut in a waffle iron, it changes the world. What happens? Oh my God. Caramelizes. It gets thinner so you can have more of them and you can stack them. Krispy Kreme in a, in a waffle iron is insane. Please do it on your next snack chat i should i have a waffle iron oh my god honestly here's what i'm gonna come produce that episode and i'm gonna <laughs> make you different waffle iron foods oh my god that'd be amazing a donut and waffle iron is fucking crazy it's crazy uh, like a cold piece of pizza reheat it using a waffle iron is nuts there's so many i made a, a brownie in a waffle iron like it's just it never ends do you want to know the sad reason i bought the waffle iron yeah <laughs> it was during the no carb phase mm. and i read that like you can put egg whites in there and then make this like Delicious for handheld frittata. Like oh. I've never made anything great in the waffle iron. No, the waffle sad. iron is now in the kitchen, but like under a pile of stuff. And mm. literally just last night, I thought, what if it's on? Like, what if it's been <laughs> on for nine months? And I thought, no, I feel like I'd know. Now that you have a baby, this is the time to do, to experiment. Well, that had occurred to me. The, this, the following thought occurred to me, but I can't really get behind it. But it was, this is probably the only time in my life yeah. where I'm not going to be hardcore dieting yeah. and being very strict mm. and anxious. So maybe I should just let it go a little more. That's so sad that you can't drink though. Cause like that's the calories. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true. Ooh, by the way, side note really quick. I did this thing recently where I learned how to make a pizza and a cake in a mug and it was insane and you need to try that the pizza all you do is you mix a little bit of um flour and like baking powder or whatever and and salt with water and then um you put that in the microwave for 30 seconds add pizza sauce and cheese put that in the microwave for 30 seconds it literally tastes like a doughy pizza that sounds so good oh it was (laughs) crazy and it only took one minute wow (sighs) and the cake is kind of the same i think i've heard of cake in a mug yeah i've been making tortilla like crazy so that that is or Daniel, well, Pizzachos. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nachos. Did you invent that? No, Did- <laughs> I definitely didn't invent that. But I used to call that, yeah, I used to um, call that white trash piece of nachos. And I had that when I was a kid. And when I heard you guys talking about the show, I was like, oh, so nostalgic. Yeah, I used to chips and then you put all the pizza yeah. stuff yeah. on top. It's amazing. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Couldn't be easier. It's like a bunch of thin crust pizzas. Yeah. But thin. And super salty. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Zach says, does he still shove his finger up his asshole to poop? Oh, interesting. No, my pooping schedule, which I'm curious about yours. It's terrible. Really? It's, it's, yeah, that's, there's so many things they don't tell you about being pregnant. I'd like to reiterate, I'm happy that I'm having a baby, but being pregnant is not very fun. But yeah, your poop gets super messed up. Really? Yeah. Very constipated. Mm, I thought, I would have thought like, oh, you're pooping for two or something. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great. No, you're pooping for one oversized rabbit. Right. I got a squatty potty and they can go fuck themselves. Really? I know they probably sponsor the show and they sponsor every podcast. They do? They don't sponsor this one. I remember Adam Crow like, oh, squatty potty. So like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to get this fucking squatty potty because everybody talks about it. It's awful. It does not work. Interesting. It, it like clogged my shit. Like it like, <laughs> I don't know if my body's just wrong, but yeah, my shitting has been great. I don't have to put, use a finger, but I do do a big, um, big cup of hot water and then i sit on my couch like a bird like i call it perching <laughs> and it takes 15 minutes and then i shit maybe i should amounts. try hot just just hot water yeah like two mugs full of hot water sit at the edge of a couch on kind of the hard surface that's like a good i guess pooping situation and like, yeah it takes like 15 minutes maybe i should try that um christo says 
shook. <laughs> who is the biggest celebrity who has slid in into your DMs? <laughs> Wait, they said shook. When they say that, it's, it's just like shook. Yeah, S H O O K. Do you know what that, have you I don't. About this? I know. I don't know. But there was a lot of people referencing it. So what does it mean? <sighs> it's some new thing my kids are doing where I think they. It's supposed to be like oh, when you're like so shaken up by something, but now it's like oh, I'm shook. And then they'll like make pictures of like a celebrity like looking crazy with like everything is crazy around her. Like there's a picture of Britney Spears driving and like everything's crazy around her. And it's like, I'm shook. I don't fucking know. But I'm very shook all the time <laughs> just because I have anxiety. I guess I am too. I don't remember the question. Oh, celebrities. Okay. I don't have any like crazy stories, but, and I think I already told you this because it was like such a big thing for me. Um, Ricky Gervais. No, you didn't tell me. He, when I was going through all my drama a few years back, I put out this movie and like a lot of people really mean about it, including one of the producers on it who took his name off, Zachary Quinto. Um, hey, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Yeah, I felt good. Um, Ricky Gervais uh, direct messaged me and was like, I loved your movie. I think you're great. Fuck these people. Everybody hates my shit. And like, you know, fuck them. You know, it was like the nicest. It was like long too. We had a long conversation and it was probably, I still have it screen capped in, in my phone because it was my favorite thing ever. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, okay. AKA Lack says, okay. So like <laughs> uh -oh. when you went to the doctor for the ranch facial, how'd you explain to him what happened? So I did it. Did a stupid video where I was trying life hacks, which never work. Although one of them did work where you turn your sweatshirt around and then you put popcorn in your hood. <laughs> that's and a good that's, idea. That's great. <laughs> um, or chips or potachos. Um, <laughs> but I did a ranch facial because like I looked it up and I guess that's a thing. Uh, it literally had an allergic reaction. It completely burned my face off. Oh, I geez. was on fire. My face was swelling. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it was really, <laughs> it sounds really awful. Yeah, it was awful. I don't think I went to the, if I said I went to the doctor, I was joking, but I did. I like looked it up. I put aloe vera on my face. I called everybody I knew. It was terrifying. What do you think it was that burned your face? The vinegar? Maybe. And ketchup does the same thing for me. Okay. So I just didn't think. Of it. And then when I Googled it, nothing came up except for like, don't put ranch on your baby. So, by the way, <laughs> so, you know. noted when, wait, what the story that the lady said, she's like, I was holding my baby and I was dipping carrots and ranch and I was eating them and it dripped on my baby. I was like, "Ugh, it's a hard life. <laughs> Grand loyalty says last thing you ate. A quest bar, half of a quest bar. It was blueberry muffin. I did not like it. Olivia, <laughs> if you could eat out Jesus. one female celebrity. Based on what you think their vagina is like, who would it be? First of all, I, I think I said, oh, God, because I thought it was another like eating food question. And I like that it had a turn. Um, interesting. Who's sad? <laughs> Who's like the saddest celebrity? Tara Reid. But I love her. But you're friends with her, right? I don't know if I'd say friends. I'd say friendly. Um, I love her. I think her. Because I feel like I'm a big fan of her. And I feel like she would get off on that. Like I'd be like doing trivia. <laughs> like American Pie trivia. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> Josie the Pussycats trivia. Oh, so many like pussy puns. It would be great. Okay. Um, Tin Ken Loves Me says, what are Shane Dawson's favorite videos to create? 
I really like doing short films and stuff where I can like actually like get behind the camera and direct stuff. But as far as like daily types of videos, I really like um, the death videos. Oh, I know <laughs> that's so bad, but I love it. I really want to show you the subway one. I, once you have the baby, I'll show it to you. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Have you watched birthing videos? To, like, no, prepare? I need to. I need to watch oh. the business of being born, I think. <laughs> okay. So, but they told you what's going to happen after the baby comes out, right? They haven't. This is something I was just thinking and talking about. So I am now 21 weeks, mm. which is I'm past halfway. Okay. Although I've gained almost all the weight that I'm supposed to gain <laughs> for the whole pregnancy. Although my doctor hasn't said anything. But I just want to say between you and me, I'm like, how's this going to go if mm. now I've gained like almost the what I'm supposed to gain? Although every time I go there, she just reassures me. So I have a feeling like they have the guidelines and then they're like, however, it's, it's okay. But mm. anyway, that was indulgent and just a side point. Um we have not really started to talk about labor. So I'm hoping when I go in, in a couple of weeks, we can have that conversation because it's all I think about. But you know about the afterbirth. The placenta coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know it's like bigger than the baby. <laughs> I don't think I knew it was bigger than the baby, but it's probably squishier than the baby. It's, if you watch, so I was watching, I watch a lot of birthing videos. And, and these are just on YouTube? Yeah, because they're like medical. Um, and there was one I watched and like, you know, the woman had the baby and that was like very, you know, I was going to say painful, but beautiful. Um, I'm sure it's painful and great. too. And then she's like, oh, it's over. And the doctor's like, uh, <laughs> and then like went in and was like, this is bigger. And maybe it's not for everybody, but when they pulled that bag out, it was like a fucking trash bag filled with cottage cheese. That's how big it was. Oh my God. And it was like, <laughs> and it was so big. <laughs> But 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 also but also <laughs> made me like turned on because I was like God that must have felt so fucking good I don't have a pussy but I can just imagine pulling something that big out of you is like popping a pimple times a billion <laughs> it was crazy but she screamed so <laughs> I didn't know that the that the placenta coming out is painful I hope not I hope by that time your vagina is like so like beat. <laughs> Beat up. Beat up. It's given up. My mom's, I think I told you this before, but my mom's vagina. um, Oh, no. I came out and I was rather large and it ripped her open from pussy to asshole. Oh, yeah. Dr. Drew referred to that as a cloaca. Right. Interesting. And I said, isn't that what birds have? And he said, cows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they reconstructed her and she, her pussy's great. It's tight. Maybe she molested. I'm kidding. This is what I'm afraid of. All this stuff is mm. this is, yeah, just the miracle of birth and mm. what the hell and and the and what it does to your body is. At least you're laying me. down. Like at least like if you watch cows and horses giving birth, like at least you don't have to do that. Do it standing up, like, yeah, or like on all fours, like a fucking cow. <laughs> you're right. At least there's that. Um, Oh, Aaron Jade says, my daughter is 15 and has two friends that are gay and can't come out to their parents. How can I best support them? Oof. That's nice. Woof. God. That's like one thing that I don't even... I was listening to... Oh, no, it was on a Ferris's podcast. I was listening to a podcast where somebody was talking about this and they're like, yeah, I'm like 23 and I still can't come out to my family. I know somebody who's like older, older and can't come out. It's so... I don't even know. I guess just keep filling your your life with people who accept you and you have to tell them at some point but if they're really against it and it's going to actually make them like completely disown you like a Scientology situation then I don't know I think she's saying how can she as the mom 
So she has a kid, and the kid's two friends are gay and yeah. can't come out. How can she support them? Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, just keep accepting them and keep making them feel like it's so normal and it's not crazy and they don't need to overanalyze it like I do. Um, <laughs> they need to just be like, oh, this is me. This is myself. And just don't make it a big deal. And don't talk about it all the time. Be so normal about it. Yeah. Jen says, what does he think about the new YouTube policies cherry picking which videos can be monetized based on content? Oh, I don't think that's real. Yeah, I I saw that there are people who are freaking out about yeah. it. But what did, did the policy no, change? No, I don't think so. So what happened was, you know, sometimes videos will get unmonetized or flagged or whatever. And YouTube like wouldn't tell you why. Now they're just like saying like, oh, it's because it's not marketing friendly or whatever the advertiser friendly. So they're just like letting you know. But they've been doing it forever. Like I've had videos unmonetized all the time. How do your deaf videos do? <laughs> Those always get flagged. Or yeah. Unmonetized. So for me, it didn't really change anything. Um, okay. And lastly, YouTube podcasting or writing, which one, oh, this is from Jen, which one or something else entirely does he want to do forever? Um, I mean, I definitely think I would do writing forever because YouTubing would be weird if I was 70 and, um, podcasting, I think I'd run out of steam a little bit. But I also do so many. How many do you shoot? Do you, do you stockpile them? Wait, what are we talking Podcasts. about? Oh, <laughs> for a second, I'm like, I don't do videos that often. <laughs> um, yes, I stockpile. I Well, I put out two a week, mm-hmm. and it sort of depends on the guest's schedule. So the, the Thursday show, which is the panel show, oh, we always record that on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, although sometimes we do a double record. And then the Monday show, which is this one, Usually, I'll, like, there'll be some weeks where I'll do two or three in a week, and then some weeks where there's no one. Mm. So, did that right. Did that answer it? Yeah. I think that's good. For me, it's been hard because we do, like, three episodes in a day every week. And it's, like, a lot because it's on camera. So, you got to, like, feel like looking – you have to look right. good on camera. And it's, it's a lot of people and a lot of crew and cameras. And it's, like, so a d- lot of – So, it comes out three times a week? No. We just stockpile. So, it comes out once a week, but we film three in a day. And it's brutal. And but there must be an. Is there like an end site? Like an end in sight for? I don't know. No, sorry, I don't mean for when this is over. I mean for when you just sit back because you have all these extra ones no. recorded. I don't know why we're doing so many. I ask. I keep asking, <laughs> but I love doing it. So I'm like, let's do it. And like, you know, we have good guests coming. I'm like, great. But like, yeah, it's getting. So I definitely can't do that forever. I'd die. But writing is something that I love, and I, yeah, I'll do that forever. So you have I hate my selfie, and then the second the <laughs> follow up, which gets worse. it gets worse, which is such a funny title. Which I, which I, um, what's the word? I workshopped the title the day I saw you. Yeah, I came on. I'm like, I think I want to call it this. Um, yeah, I'm so excited that they let me call it that. And um, yeah, now I need to figure out what the third one is because I don't, I don't know. I want to wait till I'm 30. I think that that's like a good like age and like something I could do a revolving around that. Did you ha- do? Just the nitty gritty behind the scenes. Did you do a two book deal initially mm-hmm. or you just had the idea for the second one and then you sold that one? They, yeah, the first book did well. Well, the first book, they offered me a deal for a second book before the first book came out because they were like, oh my God, this is actually like a good book. you like, you fucking wrote a good book. And they were shocked, which <laughs> felt great. Um, so that was cool. And then, yeah, they wanted to do a three book deal, but I was just like, I don't know if I was scared the second book wasn't going to do well. So I was like, no, I'm not going to sign a three book deal. But then the second book did better. And I was like, oh, shit, I should have signed that deal. <laughs> um, 
let's do just me or everyone. But first, I like to surprise Jeff. <laughs> but first, I want to say to you guys, I'm on Patreon. Are you on Patreon? You probably are not on Patreon, but do you know it? Yeah. So that's when people pay for like services, your monthly services. Well, special things. That makes it pay for service. That makes it sound, <laughs> that makes it sound somehow illicit or dirty. It's not that. It's just sort of like Kickstarter, but it's on an ongoing monthly right. basis. So people can support artists or podcasters uh, that they're into, and it's all different levels. And then there's all sorts of rewards Ooh, and like bonus the episodes. Level. Um, the highest level that I have someone at or the highest level that is on the page because there's Both. some higher. The highest level that's on the page is like, I want to say 800. A month? Yeah. What do you but get? You get uh, product placement. You get like, oh, a, a okay. read. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but Oh, that's cheap for that. That's great. People I think so that. too. I know. I just think maybe it's not businesses who are like who are on should, there. Right, right, right. Um. You should tell Halo Top. <laughs> they would do that for sure. And then uh, I have someone at 50. That's a month. Yeah. What do they get? Um, they, it, what do you get at 50? You get mention on my website. I love it. You get, so there's an official fan club package at 25. Mm. So you get like actual stuff, surprise stuff sent to you in the mail, <gasps> including a handwritten letter from me. Oh. Um, and then at 50, you get like official fan club plus black bragging rights. So your name's on the website and then you get um, more handwritten letters from me. And uh, and you're just an awesome fan. You know what you should do? What? So my friend always ends her videos with, I just want to say hi to Rick Moranis and blah, blah, blah. Like, because she loves Rick Moranis. And she wants him to, you know, acknowledge her. You should have like, you know, for $100 a month or like some, maybe even $500 a month. That per, It's only one spot. And every episode ends with, see you later, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's good. Every episode. That's everything. I'd pay for that. <laughs> what what price should I make it? So most people, so for five dollars a month, you get an extra podcast episode. And really? I would say, yeah. Wait, what? I would do that. What is it? Well, the is first one was the first one was me answering questions, but talking like about a lot of stuff that I don't talk about on the normal show. So it was um, no question is off limits. Okay. So a lot of. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> And then I talked about the Corolla stuff that I don't oh, talk about normally. Ooh, yeah, good. Uh, say, there's limits on this show. I know, I know. It seems like what it seems like. What don't I talk about on this show? Yeah, right. <laughs> but some of that stuff I choose not to talk about frequently. Um, so all that stuff was covered. Uh, and then the second one was with Jenna. Okay. The Thursday show. Um, and then there's only been two so far, but the third okay. one is going to be part two with Jenna. So it's just very conversational and fun. That's great. How do I? Okay, wait. So if I do... so anyway, you go to patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, and then you can sign up. And then $10 gets you access to an exclusive live stream. I did not intend to talk about this for as long as... I'm actually literally writing this down because I'm going to do it because I listen to your podcast. And well, if there was another you. one, that's everything. How do I get it? Like, so I say, okay, so I pay $5 a month. And then, like, do I get it on my phone? Like, the podcast? So it's a private SoundCloud file Mm -hmm. that gets... So once you have access... So once you sign up for Patreon, you have... Well, if you're at the $2 and above level, you have access to the activity feed, Mm -hmm. which is like a comment section message board kind Mm -hmm. of blog situation where people can post. And then I post on there a lot about a lot of stuff and then I, I interact with people so I'll and that's also where I'll post the new episodes so then it's, you okay. can download it from there or okay. you can stream from there perfect um, yeah 
And also, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, click the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. And subscribe, itunes.com slash alisonrosen. Okay. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Ariel Rawlings Cone says, make sure to answer phone calls I do not recognize because I think maybe I've won a contest. <laughs> That's got to just be you. I mean, I'm sure it's not just you, but it's definitely not me. I don't even answer ones I recognize. My problem is now do you use Postmates. Have we talked about that? I, you're the one who turned me on to Postmates. That's so good. And I remember I was texting you after the show. I'm like, what's because I started downloading <laughs> different apps like Sh- oh, Shift and yeah. the other ones. And I'm like, which is the one? And then you told me about it. So um, occasionally we use it. It's Not really good. Yeah. My husband's more into it than I am. My problem with it, though, is that sometimes they'll call you from random numbers. Yes. So whenever I'm Postmating, I answer every call. And then it's always like people I don't want to talk to. It's never Postmates. Yeah. Oh, fuck just you (sighs) okay here's a question postmates question from the time you open up the app to the time you've decided what you want how much time elapses because i feel the need to look at everything i'm fast really you just know where you want i eat the same thing every day i go through waves like right now i'm having mendocino farms avocado salad every single day because it tastes like guacamole um but then i'll get sick of that in like a month do you ever go to mendocino farms it's awful no fuck that place it's so like oh we sit on grass and there's like fucking like everything's wooden like i hate that yeah okay we don't have sodas we have like ginger beer yeah fuck off (laughs) oh we don't have fries we have chips like fuck off okay you have you have highlighted (laughs) you have brought a spotlight to all the problems with it. Mm-hmm. But what I like about it is that they're like, would you like to try any salads? And you can sample. Their, okay. The sample situation is that pretty good That part there. is great, but they never have anything new. So it's if you sample the them all, then now you're just like fat and like wanting extra yeah. food. Because like if I, I go there every day. So if I went in there every day, I'd sample every day and they'd be like, you know what the couscous right. tastes like, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the beet avocado tastes like. And I'm like, no, I'm just like trying it again. <laughs> You're right. I go in there infrequently enough that I can mm-hmm. get away with it. Right. And they're very upfront about the nuts. Wait, about letting you know that like this has almonds in it. Just <laughs> letting you know. They're very afraid of <laughs> nut lawsuits. All right. Eric Ellenbrook says, every time I turn on my kitchen sink and there's a spoon in it, the water seems to hit it and oh. spray all over me. Yeah. Me too, that's girl. <laughs> that's what happens. I um, do not know how to use a dishwasher. You don't? I have never used one in my life. I always use um, throwaway stuff, like throwaway plates and I did that for a long... When I didn't have a dishwasher, I did that. Yeah. My carbon footprint is gigantic. (laughs) I have always had a dishwasher in every apartment I've lived in, and I, first of all, didn't even know it, but would always use throwaway stuff. What did you think that thing was if you didn't... I have no idea. Okay. I didn't even think about it. (laughs) (laughs) So then I started um, buying, like, spoons and stuff, because I'm like, I'm an adult. And now they're dirty and now they're in the dishwasher and they've been in there for three months because I turn it on. I put the soap in. Nothing happens. Well, maybe nothing it's happens. broken. Yeah. I'll hear a thing. Like I hear like the noises of it and then they're still fucking to tell on everything. <laughs> Do they I look eat. cleaner at all? No. Okay. So your dishwasher's not working. They're wet. They look wet. Is the soap still in the little tray? Wait. Do you have the kind where you pour the soap in and then close the That's lid? The or do you? I just... You, sometimes I just use like fucking head and shoulders. I don't know what dish soap is. That's, oh boy. <laughs> it's all the same, right? 
No. no, it's not. I don't know why, but it's not. Like you can't put dish soap in your dishwasher. You're supposed to use oh. I mean you can't put like the soap that you'd use to hand wash a dish in there. You're supposed oh. to use per- potentially cascade or uh, yeah, any there's that. lots of yeah, you got That's the problem then. I'm literally I want to give you a tutorial on your dishwasher <laughs> because I'm I love dishwasher. I mean, I don't really? love them, but I really don't like hand washing dishes. I prefer dishwashers. I'm just going to go back to throwing everything away. But now my kitchen smells like rotting garbage because of the dishwasher and because there's shit in there for months. So that's bad. That's yeah, bad. at this point I feel like just throw that out. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> yeah. Learn how to You know they what? They were so cute though. The plates had little giraffes wearing glasses. Oh, you got to you got to wash those then. <laughs> you need to get real dish soap. Okay. It's it's in the store. There's an aisle where they have it. <laughs> Is it, it. on Postmates? <laughs> oh, probably in their general store. Great. I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> Lilith says, every time I hear a couple kissing out in public, I inwardly cringe at the sound. Oh, you're just jealous. <laughs> it can We're be a all gross just sound. Jealous. Yeah. Come on. It sounds good. Did you know, somebody told me the other day that the sound of like chewing, if it bothers you, that's like a disease. Oh, interesting. I'm like, no, it's not. Because I only am bothered by my mom's chewing. But everybody else is chewing. I'm fine. So that's just a problem. It's not really a disease. <laughs> Does it bother you? No, I'm not bothered by the sound of chewing. But I know plenty of people, specifically podcast listeners who are. Interesting. Podcast listeners have a real problem with chewing and with weird mouth sound, just sounds. Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense because it's all audio. Interesting. Emily Tiffany Arena. Oh, people who chew pens and pencils are people you don't need in your life. People who use pen and pencils are people you don't need in your life. <laughs> Who the fuck uses a pencil? Show me one normal person who has a pencil that they use. That's crazy. I used to use mechanical pencils quite a bit, but I stopped. Thank God. (laughs) The great one says, although nothing bad has ever happened to me, I always get nervous when I feel a fart coming on while showering. What? While showering? Yeah. Oh, because it heats up the smell? I don't know. I guess the fear would be shit, shit maybe. Shitting in the shower is life. (laughs) <laughs> I've if never you haven't that. had a little turd fall out and you squish it with your toes in the drain <laughs> oh god <laughs> my goal is to make you throw <laughs> honestly the closest we got to the closest we got was the sound of the placenta coming out of the body <laughs> really yeah that I thought you liked it oh I, I enjoyed it but I enjoyed it in a way where it was like a little bit of guttural yeah yeah um the problem with farting in the shower is that <laughs> amplifies the scent yeah but there's something enjoyable about that too oh i love it (laughs) i love when you have one of those like amplified scenty farts (laughs) and you just can smell all the deep fried twinkies you had william levi walker says just mirror everyone payday has to be the worst candy bar ever hashtag snack chat fuck off fuck off i just bought a big bag of them they're in a halloween bowl I don't have friends. I don't know why I have a Halloween bowl, but it's in my house and it's all paydays. They're so good. Now, will you dip into that before Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I, I can't do seasonal candy. In fact, when I lived with some roommates in Costa Mesa, my friend Roya would always put around Easter time, put out a bowl of those um, Cadbury, not Cadbury cream mm. eggs, but just little chocolate eggs. <gasps> they're so good. They're like, they're, oh my God. they're so good. I and know. they're um, like malted flavored. Yeah, they are. And they have a candy shell. Mm-hmm. They're pastel. Mm-hmm. Speckled. And they're super fattening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little bags. Because you think, oh, what harm could... They come in cartons sometimes. Yes. Wait, are we talking about the same thing? They're yeah, like that big. Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> um, 
not individually wrapped. So there's no impediment to prevent a fat Allison from having <laughs> like six every time she passes the bowl. Have you talked about oh, this is a little personal. I just don't think you've talked about it on the podcast. Have you talked about having sex while being pregnant? Because that's very interesting. Save it for your Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I talked a little about my fears about it mm-hmm. with Greg Fitzsimmons. Mm. Um, yeah, I haven't talked about it that much. You go in depth. Did you say, did I go in depth? I said you should go in depth. Yeah. Because that's something very interesting. Because in movies, they always talk about it, make jokes about it. I'm like, like if I was pregnant, my body issues would be out of control. I don't know where, what angle, like you can't control the angle. Like it's just a lot. But then is it like beautiful? But then also is he freaked out because there's a baby in there? Like there's a lot of questions. You guys should need to do a duo podcast about it. He, yes, I've heard, what I've heard is men can become freaked out because all of a sudden you're a mother. Like, not just that your body's different, but like you oh. represent a mother oh, and that's weird. That. I love that. <laughs> You'd be into it. Um, Daniel is, he's, he doesn't, he's not have he's not having any of the hangups. I'm having the hangups. Right. He's actually like, I'm, I'm more attracted to you now. Oh. And I'm like, it's so sweet. And I'm like, how is that possible? You look good. I told you. <laughs> but. But put yourself in my fat body. No. You, <laughs> <laughs> that should be the podcast name. <laughs> it would be hard, you know. Put yourself in my fat body. You'd be body. like, oh, come on. Um, no, I'm. <laughs> what I've read is women either become super sexual. Or I don't know if they either, but like some pregnant women are super sexual and some don't feel very sexual at all. And mm. I am in the latter camp. Oh. It's all right. All it's right. temporary. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Robert Paulson says, will not like a post or tweet that is less than five minutes old so I don't seem like a weirdo. Nope, I just, I just like that shit right away. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Megan says, hate when people compliment a man by informing him how far out... Okay. Hate when people compliment a man by informing them how far out of their league their lady partner is. Rude to all parties. I guess it really kind of is. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on the guy. Because some guys literally don't care. Like, that would destroy me. Like, if somebody <laughs> right. saw me with somebody, like, wow, how'd you do that? I'd, like, kill myself. But, yeah. like, if you're, like, a normal, like, Seth Rogen, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you're right. And then Megan also says, in a single occupancy bathroom, the further the door is from the toilet, the more uneasy I feel while seated. Yeah, I get that. If first you walk in, you're like, oh, nice and spacious. But then there's that fear of what if it's not locked because you can't easily get to it. The door at this Chinese restaurant I went to was see-through. What? It was a private bathroom with a see-through door. That's not It was good. like slightly beveled. Like it was like your window over there. It was like slightly beveled. Right, like a little smoky. A little bit. But you could see it. You could see me sitting my fucking fat white ass down <laughs> trying to pop out some orange chicken. You could see it. And they'd walk by, walk by, walk by. It was awful. That seems like very poor planning. <sighs> yeah, it was awful. Will you go back? No, but for other reasons. Because my friend my friend always does these bits. You should have him on the show. He's great. His name is Drew Monson. He does these bits where like, so before we left, I didn't even see him do this. But he sharpied <laughs> on his hand extra peanut sauce. Like on one hand, on one hand. <laughs> and we're sitting there. He, by the way, he did this like hours before we get to this restaurant. And we're finally at the restaurant. And then she's like, anything else? And then he just like 
puts his hands up. (laughs) (laughs) And she thought it was so funny. She laughed, whatever. But then he put his hands down on the white table. And then before we left, he sweats a lot. Before we left, he moved. Sharpie all over it. And then he's like, oh, no, no. And he's very nervous and skittish. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, what do I do? What do I do? And it wouldn't come off. Because it's Sharpie. It wouldn't come off. And then so we left and we never went back. And he gets anxiety when we drive past it. He's like, they're going to know. It's terrifying. Anyways. Well, this is interesting because I was just talking to someone who was at a restaurant and their baby damaged the table a little bit by like was playing with a um, table tent or something like that and was kind of like banging it. And then they realized that there were like little marks in the table. So they paid with cash and got the hell out of there. I saw Tia and Tamara at a restaurant and their baby destroyed it. And they didn't give no fucks. <laughs> my art, my feeling with both that and with the Drew situation is I don't think the restaurant would make you be on the hook for that. I feel like that's just sort of the cost of doing business because I'm sure that – what do you think? He really fucked up that table. Okay. And it was a nice, white, Uh-oh. glossy, cool, edgy table that it's destroyed. I mean – I'd be mad if I was them. It was like a privately owned place too. It wasn't like PF Chang's. Right. It was like privately owned mom and pop. See through bathroom kind of establishment. establishment. Yeah. So anyways. Sad. Yeah. Well, Shane Dawson, <laughs> it was so great having you back on the show. Hey. When are you having the baby? How long? Um, my due date is February sixth. However, my hunch is it's gonna come early. I don't know. Well, I think that because both my mom and my sister had their babies early. All right. But I could be wrong. But yeah, I feel like that's probably when it's going to happen. I'm excited. Don't pass down all your issues on the baby. It's that's a boy. It's a boy. I mean, hello, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I sort of feel like I would mess up a girl more. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I couldn't have a girl. I would ruin her life. Ruin her life. I just think girls are potential. Well, maybe not, though, because look at you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a mess. Well. You guys, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Shane, plug all your stuff and tell them everything you want them to check out. Um, uh, YouTube is Shane. Uh, everything else is Shane Dawson. Buy my book. It's actually good. It's funny. I promise. It's, it's funny. It's really funny. and I'm really proud of it. It's called It Gets Worse. It's at all the bookstores. And um, it's actually good. And I'm proud of it. Okay, thanks. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, this is where I thank that one special listener at the mm. at the rate on Patreon that we haven't <laughs> determined yet. But this could be you. Your name here. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 